my name is Nikki. I'm Johnny Emmanuel. And I'm Nifemi Brown. Welcome to the podcast so far. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, guys. So today we are talking about obligations. I'm sure what are these obligations, What are right? these obligations, yeah. you know? What do you even think obligations are? Are they necessary? Do we have an obligation to fulfill obligations to begin with? Uh, in a way, yeah. In a way. In a way, we do have obligations to fulfill um, obligations. obligations even, <laughs> even though you don't have to. Well, I mean, I feel like obligations are required of you. You know, it's it's a commitment to duty. But you don't have to fulfill every obligation. Well, not every, because you have like you have um obligations that you're legally bound to. So you have to fulfill those obligations. Then the others maybe we could categorize under moral obligations. Yeah. Those ones you you are not required to, but you can do it willingly. Does that make sense? Okay, but let's put it this way. What you're trying to say here yeah, is like um, or, or, having knowing the difference between being obliged <laughs> to do something and fulfilling an obligation you have to. Yeah, that's why I said we could put it under like legally bound obligations okay. or um legal um, obligations that are bound by morals. Moral because the moral the moral obligations are obligations that you do willingly. I mean, you don't nobody's going to persecute you if you don't if you do don't it. Do, yeah. Yeah. But your your legal obligations you have to do it. Like what are examples of some of those legal obligations that okay, you can it's like, to? It's 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 like knowing the fact that you shouldn't carry guns on the streets no, if people, you're not licensed. Yeah. People, people carry, carry guns, guns yeah? yeah. But they also understand the consequences of carrying guns. Well that's why I think that's why it's required that you have a license for yeah. guns. So your Does license in this part to, of the world. Sorry? Does that work in this part of the world? Well, of course it works ideally, it should work. <laughs> it should work. <laughs> no, but ideally for real, if, if, if you get caught having a gun in Nigeria without a license, you're going for it. Yeah. Heavily, you'd pay for it. Yeah. I'd like to see what that scenario looks like. Of course, people have ways to always escape the law in Nigeria. I always say that Nigeria is one... Because do you even think all these armed forces, all these police officers, are aware that you're supposed to have a license to carry a gun? I don't know what the gun laws are here in Nigeria. Do we have so them? I can't speak we do have to gun laws. I, I can't speak to that. But I, I believe that if you have a license, the license permits you, mm-hmm. you know, to have a gun. Yeah. For whatever reason it is. You were giving that license or you acquired that license. So if you can present your license to what do you call them? Police officers, police officers inspecting. Yeah. They should you if know, you if you haven't been should... gone down before then <laughs> <laughs> if you have because honestly Honestly, I mean honestly, seeing a gun at sight. <laughs> Would exactly. That's why I'm really, really curious about this conversation. First of all, are the police officer? Do we even where where do they sell guns in this country? Where do well, they you don't want to issue her license? The people, the people that know that know that. There's black market everywhere. Exactly. So would would black market issue a license? Is that well, still valid with police officers that are checking? How do they check for licenses that are true and authentic? That one sounds like a personal problem to whoever they catch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what my concern is. Let's even assume that somebody is carrying a gun legally. You have the right licenses. Yeah. Do we have sane police officers that can go through that process of checking? if you are carrying a gun legally. That is if they do not kill you instantly or do anything. These things don't work in the state of this country. Police force right now, <laughs> I, cannot, yeah. can't I cannot say. Can't say. <laughs> I cannot say. Myself, right. you can't say that. Right. But uh, still on obligations here, I, I feel everyone has um, a couple of very um, necessary obligations they have to fulfill. Mm-hmm. For me, I'd start with family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, family. And um, when I even mean family, I mean people that you're responsible for. 
Okay. There are a lot of people in family you're not responsible for. I mean, and when I say people you're responsible, I'm only responsible for myself, to be honest. Oh, well, a lot of people also are responsible for their parents and kids in the family. Siblings. So not these siblings. are responsibilities kids, kids, yeah. that you take on. Yeah, you take on them. Not yeah. necessarily your responsibilities, yes. but then you, you take on. Take that's on. It's not that it is your duty to have like those responsibilities, or wow. no, you just these are these are okay. So these are under uh, moral obligations, right? Yeah, you're doing it because. You feel right. You feel it. you feel the need to. It's it's because I also see obligations as um a debt of gratitude for for service or for you know a favor done. I mean your parents took care of you while you were growing up, you know, and you feel like after you get to a certain age, maybe when they retire and then they can't work, you can support them financially. Yeah. Right. So that's. But moral, the question yeah. is, is that moral? Is is I think it's under moral. The question there is, must you do that? Yeah. Some people, you know, some people have argued and still argue that, do I have to? They yeah. are only fulfilling their own obligation. Do I have to do something in return? Is that why they did it so they can get back something at a later time? Yeah. Yeah. So but, is, is that why they did it though? I don't know. You see, there are some people, I know that there are some parents that have kids because they hope that if they have nine, yeah. one will turn out successful and take care of them. Okay. There are people that gamble like that with kids. There are some people that have children based on, you know, retirement plan, having kids as retirement plan. It's an African thing, actually. It's a Nigerian I, thing. To an extent. Well, saying it's a Nigerian thing is generalizing it. I don't think it's everybody. To an extent. Okay. Yeah. Maybe some people. Yeah. You know, I can I can actually see why um, we think it's, an, it's a Nigerian thing. Because, you know, if you look at other countries, um, their, their plans... Or structure set in place for the elderly. Yeah. You know, like after you get to a certain age and then you can't live by yourself. There are mm-hmm. nursing homes mm-hmm. or there are homes that you could just go and, you know, stay. And then there are people that take care of you. There are people that it's their, it's their jobs, yes. you know, to look after um, the older people. But we don't have any of that here in we Nigeria. Do have, we, we, have, we have a few. We do? Yes, we have some. This is new information to me. Yeah, we have home for older citizens in Nigeria but when you go to such places you realize that some of them are there because they are they are childless some of them are there because they were picked by the roadside only a few you know were put into that facility by their kids or by their grandchildren but then you see there are cases where people have made it a taboo you know for you to put your parents in such a facility because they feel like why would you do that why would you dump your why can't take care of your parents yeah bringing a cost on yourself, this and this, blah, blah, blah. But we have such facilities. But I don't think we have up to 10 in the whole of Nigeria. That might be an inaccurate information, but I don't think we do. I'm very sure there are some states in Nigeria that don't have a facility for old. And I think that's really wrong because the way the world is progressing nowadays, people literally walk around the clock. So how do you take care of another person? If they can begin to look at it from the lens of giving absolute care to somebody, absolute care and attention to somebody, then we would understand that this is necessary, that it's important. It's just the same way you cannot put somebody that is dealing with mental illness in a home and saying that we'll have them treated here. Take them to a facility where they get proper treatment. That does not mean neglect. It just means that they get specialized treatment and attention. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so obligations to other family members, um, siblings, um, relation, 
immediate yeah. relatives, yeah. distant relatives. You do you have obligations to them? You, you, I think I'd have two perspective for this question okay. here because I, I do believe that sometimes you do things because of what the external context to which you're doing that for. Mm. All right. What what I mean by that, you'd find sometimes where you know you have siblings or you have people who look up to you. Yeah. yeah. And at some things you're doing, you're doing it because what would people say? Mm. I'm born. Mm. I'm in a position where I could help. Yeah. And I'm not doing it. I'm not helping. Okay. So a lot of family people help out with um situations like siblings and other Putting family. siblings through schools. Yeah. Again. But, yeah. It, it feels like you have your brother and he's doing well. Why? How come you're here and there's yeah, nothing okay. to show for? Yeah. So. That's that's an external context, yeah. But then the internal context for me is that people, a lot of people also do that just because they feel at peace doing the that. Abundance of yeah. Yes. They feel okay and they feel that's actually it's, the obligation, yeah. 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 They're not doing it because they are just doing it for what would people say or what would people not say. They're mm-hmm. doing it because they, they feel want to do it. obliged to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the difference between helping out with family and I think obligations very it's a very dicey situation because I feel like whether you're doing it because of external pressure or because of it's just from the abundance of your heart, I feel it's still very valid because you can decide not. That's why they are called. I mean, I feel obligations should be you don't have to be tied to it. So Mm. if if you are pressured enough to want to do something because of what people will say outside, then you really don't want to do it. Well, I feel like you you are, you should still be um praised for it or some get some yeah. sort of accolades yeah, for that, doing. That's what I meant. External context. exactly yeah. because you can you can still you exactly you can still decide not to do it. Yeah. You can still decide not to do it. Like you know, take up your course and do things for yourself because you 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 come to realize that people have taken these things for granted. Oh, can't my sister help me? Or oh, can't my brother help me? It's, it's kind you of know? like an entitlement now. So like, yeah, it's like oh yeah, I have a brother who who can afford. An elderly does not mean. Shouldering burdens, you know. Yeah. There's this thing about African country when when you are the first child, yeah. you are the first boy, you are the first girl, you are the first grandchild. Yeah, it means yeah. you <laughs> should carry everybody's burden. This is not to <laughs> say that people, exactly. This is not to say that people should detach from their own responsibilities. And I feel like speaking on this particular, this has it kind of has um a psychological effect on us because as a, a young age or at whatever age you are. You are made to take on responsibilities mm. when you yourself are still trying to figure out your life. Yeah. The fact that you've made maybe a substantial amount of money and you can live comfortably doesn't mean that you know where or you know what you're doing with your life. Yeah. You know, you're still growing. But then now you now have to like deal with that, your own personal life. And then you have to deal with the responsibilities of maybe your younger siblings or your parents or some, you know, family members or yeah. something. It, it kind of weighs on you mentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the general notion where you know you're only responsible or you can only be responsible for things you can handle still boils down to obligation, yeah? Yeah. Because I, I feel or I believe that if you can handle yourself personally, you can mm-hmm. take good care of yourself, it sends a notion to other people that they feel, I think this is a, the this obligation thing is the, it's that of the self-victimization uh, thing. Where you feel because I'm okay, yeah. I'm good enough to take care of myself. You victimize yourself about other people around you, yeah, to an extent. Yeah, but you. But the thing is that you don't even owe it to them. Like the fact that you're going to do it, or the fact that you're doing it, is because you want to do it. 
is because maybe those are your values. Those are like the principles you live by internally. Yes. But then, what's what's the where where do you draw the line between helping people, whether it's your value or not, and not doing it? Because sometimes I feel like when we try to make argument for, oh, I can decide not to. I don't mm-hmm. have to. I'm solely responsible for myself. You know, where do you draw the line between when you're when you are supposed to be solely responsible for yourself and when you are supposed to look out for others, whether they are relatives, whether it's just somebody random. Where do you draw the line? between that because sometimes i'm stuck between oh i want to sometimes when i have money i start thinking of some people i could help i start thinking oh if i give this to this person if i give this to that person it will help their situation and at the end of the day when you spread out all these things you see what is left for you and you start asking yourself do i love myself as much as i love all these people okay um that's a great question um i feel personally i feel like um you should put yourself first no matter what it is like you should yeah. push yourself at all times you should push yourself first and it's from maybe the remainder of what you have mm. after maybe taking care of your needs taking yeah. care of you know like uh, your bills your basics, yeah. the basic things mm. that you know you you require for survival yeah then you can now decide to help other people yeah I think so that's I think the where I draw the also, line. Yeah, that's the scripture where also. I draw the line. So the, when I, the Bible, <laughs> yeah. is that what you mean, scripture? Yeah, yeah that's what I, th- I think the Bible also affirms the same thing when it says that love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, not you have more to love than yours. exactly, not you more than yourself. yourself. Okay, so Just it's yourself the way first. I love myself. So I need to take care of me. I feel personally, is that what you imply by the scripture, though? So it's yeah, that's first. what she's yeah, saying. or maybe equally. You know, if I'm if I love Nikki, I shouldn't love Nikki more than I love myself. Yeah, just as equally. much as you love yourself. Yeah. And I know that that's hard because it's easier said than done. Actually. Right? Because I won't. I I don't think I love you more than yourself. So I know for a fact that I cannot love you more than I love myself. Or frankly speaking, the same level that I love myself. Because if I was if I was to pick between you and myself, I would pick myself first. Mm-hmm. Right. So. So the fact you, you can't love yourself um, or love someone you. else. You can't love someone else more than yourself. No. Does that make you feel you don't owe them anything? Not that I don't owe them. You know, I I I see it as um the obligations I have to them doesn't come as some, a necessity. Yeah. It's just that because I have certain values, I have certain principles, you know, like this I I know I know um to myself I I consider like the rights and wrongs, mm-hmm. right? So I can say that because I am this person, this is what you know I will do. Yeah, it's not like you. I owe you anything, really. Mm. I think at the end of the day, we are still talking about boundaries. To an extent, yes. <laughs> yeah, because you know I can love somebody so much, but there are still there should always be situations where I should always remind myself that it's important that I pick myself first. You first, yeah, certainly. And certainly. that's that cuts across relationship. So, you know, romantic relationship so, and so all that. It, it, if it does happen that both of you think this is about each other, I mean, you know, um, whatever it is we're having or mm. whatever it is that's going on between us, I mean, there's an extent to which I can do this and knowing that I don't expect anything from you. Is that what you're saying? I think that's yeah. it. only makes it healthy. It only makes because I see it. Yes. I know for a fact that when you have expectations of people, like when you expect a lot of things from people, you would be sorely disappointed. Because these people that you hold in such high regard, these people that, you know, you place up there, they will do things that will disappoint you. And I think sometimes what, what we don't realize is that, for instance, in a romantic relationship, when you expect so much from somebody, you forget that they have obligations to others. 
Do you understand what friends, I mean? Yeah, family, friends, yeah. family, colleagues. You know, you know, so when you expect me to be everything for you, if I'm giving you my all, how do I give other parts of me to every other person in my life? Do you understand? Yeah, so I am not for you alone. Exactly. And that's why you cannot allow yourself to be drained out by one person. Yeah. It's not even good for that person. It's not so good. our partners don't expect anything from us? Oh, no, no, no. That's not what we are saying. Your partners, there's no doubt about that. Okay. Is that um, you should also know that, you, or you and your partner should also know that in as much as you have obligations to them, you have obligations to other people as well. Yeah. They still don't expect anything from you. No, no, that's not what we are saying. What we are saying is because there should be a you balance. You are accountable to them. Yes. You know, you are you are very accountable to them. They can hold you accountable for certain things that you do, for things that you say. But you should understand that you're not giving your all to like this particular person. There are other people in your life. You have friends. You're very much obliged to your friends. You're obliged to um checking on them, okay. make sure they are doing okay. Because I remember recently I had a friend who told me that, or someone I consider to be a friend, who told me that um they didn't need to check in with me that if I wanted to let them know what's going on <laughs> in my life I could always come and tell them, and I'm like, you know that's not what I want that's not the kind of friendship I want that's not the kind of relationship. I, I don't think you were being emotional about that. No, I don't. Cause I have personally I have like standards, right? I can't hold you or anybody else to the standards that I set for myself, but that doesn't mean I would go below those standards. But you know that's so, a, that's that's a fair point too from that person's perspective. If you look at yeah, it, yeah, that that is why I said that you don't think you're do, being do you emotional. No, because you're, you're okay, clearly not the see, only see, friend see, that person has. I know that. Okay, I know that. Yeah, but that's why I said that it that doesn't work for me. But, that but, that might work for them, okay. right? But that doesn't work for me. But you know that and doesn't. I owe it to myself, right, to make sure that the people I have around me, you know, like. Try to reach out. Try because I mean sometimes you're consumed in whatever problem that you're going through or whatever situation that you're going through that you even forget forget to talk to someone. But the person does feel like he's not obliged or she's not or he or she is not obliged That's to good do and that. Fine. You? That's why I, I mean because I it's not it's not even off. part like it doesn't serve me. Maybe it's not part of the relationship. <laughs> see that's what see that's the point. If it's not working for you. Like take yourself out. Okay, so is, that, is it a romantic I relationship? Because first of all, I feel like if it's a romantic relationship, you don't have any business telling me if something is wrong with you. Call me when you... we talk every bloody day. First of all, <laughs> but if it's just friendship, I've got it to a point so where going going into a romantic relationship is it still an obligation to talk every day? Well, well that's left for that's left for two people. Right? That's left for two people to decide. True, but I also stand by communication is very important. You need to talk. <laughs> you need to we talk. need to talk, but we could talk two days interval. And you talk to somebody that you are crazy in love with two days I interval. Think really. parties involved in the relationship should discuss that. Oh well, that's true. Well, I'm, that's speaking, what I'm speaking from you because, because we have we have general notions of oh no, you have to talk every day. But it does not work. There are people that don't want to talk, and it does. I don't want to talk exactly. What about I just want to text you, or maybe my work won't allow me to talk. It's not like some people like, don't so want it doesn't to. have to actually be speaking on the but phone. But it feels like an obligation. It is an it obligation. Is an obligation. <laughs> I thought we agreed nobody owes anyone anything in a relationship. That's why we say that there are boundaries and relationships mm. are peculiar. So you set those boundaries, you understand what works for each relationship. For instance, Nikki cannot take a friend saying that if you need me, that's when I want you to talk to me. Johnny might but, be but able I can take to that, yeah. Johnny might be able to take that. So I think I'm different things I'm work for people. I'm not faulting that. Yeah, I understand. I'm just saying that it doesn't work for me. Exactly. Okay. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to reemphasize. I'm going that. to take myself out of that situation. Exactly. Which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. 
fine. Right? Okay. So that's it. I think that's fine, actually. So that, that's a yeah. very important obligation for every of your friends. Nikki's friends. <laughs> Shout out to but Nikki's friends. friends. Know, I, know. Have, like, I have a close into friends and like everybody knows what's going on. Like, Everybody knows what's going on in my life. And if you don't know, that, and that, that makes them bad friends. I'm not well, I'm not saying we are bad that friends. That means they are not in that circle of friends. Yeah. Okay. And there should be. Okay, so should we talk about um obligations to our colleagues and you know co-workers? Are there certain things that we're required to do to and for them? Colleagues and co-workers. Of course they are. They feel you owe them. A lot of colleagues feel um, you have a relationship with them, so they they're very comfortable with the fact that who okay, them I, what exactly? It's you know. I was I was waiting for you. <laughs> it, it happens really. Yeah. It does so happen asking that, that question. People just feel people just feel the fact that they see you in this space or share the same space with you every day. Yeah. They can just walk up to you and demand of you anything to feel. And if you go south, if you if you go no on them yeah. if you don't agree to whatever it is they want you see them being all different towards you mm. or that makes them feel you owe them yeah i've had i've had such situations before and i'm not going to talk about it <clears throat> but i feel like um for me the most important obligation i have towards my colleagues is making their work easier okay yeah that makes sense just just doing my part to make doing my work, part to make yeah. everybody's work easier that's the first and, yeah. responsibility I have. Then if I now decide to be friends with you, you know, we decide to be close friends beyond just checking on each other at work, making sure they are fine, making sure they've had lunch, if, you know, check on them if they were sick, you know, check if their environment is safe, especially in this climate. Beyond that, right? You're, you're just, just actually, doing you're it. You're just no, doing it because you're just you, doing it's part it of your that's the part, that's the kind of person that you are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's my own definition but of you'd find obligations to my you'd colleagues. Find colleagues being mad, you're not doing that. Why? Because some people take everything as some people. There are some people that when they meet you like this, you're family. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> One time. So how do you do? How do you deal with people like that? People that just feel like how oh, do you because explain we are sweet, we share. Oh well, you have a conversation. Huh? Like let's sit down. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. Like I'm only doing this because I care about you as a person, right? I don't owe it to you. You know, it's from the goodness of my heart. Mm-hmm. Like Nifemi said, doing the Lord's work. But I, I feel like what the old people, right, is to treat, um, is to treat them with respect. Certainly. Like. That's that's the most I can say. Yeah, I will treat you respectfully if you treat me respectfully. Mm-hmm. I don't have to cover up a work for you. I don't have to do part of your your duties for you. If at all I go out of my way to do it, it's because I have a personal relationship with you as a person. Okay. Maybe we become friends. You know, so that's the only time when I feel like I would go overboard or I would you know like perform certain other obligations than what is required. That makes sense. Infamy, that works for you as well? Yeah, it does. But I still feel like... It does, yeah. But I feel like um, there are people that expect so much that they don't know where to draw the line. Okay. Especially at work. Like, they expect so much from you, they don't know where to draw the line. Like, auntie, I, I don't have to do this. Do you understand that? And sometimes, I understand why people... Um, draw back on doing some of these things because people have you know sort of some people take it for granted when you are nice and kind then they throw shit at you mm-hmm. you know because you are the kind of person oh how are you I lunch you did something happen to you yesterday are you fine then they now feel like uh, they can drag whatever and 
you know, do anything and say anything to you and ask you to do any. I'm like, no, because I helped you to do this does not mean that I'm available for every other of your errands or every other thing you want to do. Yeah. And there are some people that are so terrible with situations whereby, let's take, for instance, you, you bring food for somebody all the time. Anytime you bring food to work, you're like, oh, Nikki, come and eat. Are you hungry? Do you want this? And then the day when maybe you were not just in the mood and to you just went to ask, to then the person asked, ah, you've not even called me to. It's even better if that person says it to your face, that ah, you've not even called me to come and it's better, you know, or, than hearing it somewhere, than hearing it somewhere else. else. Or the person the just holding grudge, you know. Actually, gets to me is that you do things for people. Maybe like as of free will of the time is all good things that you're doing for this person. And then one time where maybe you fault, you might not even fault, you know. They just hold that that particular one yeah, thing. Yeah, maybe you just overlook something. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand that. Why do people do that? Human nature. <laughs> they always wait for you to do the bad thing. I mean, then they speak up. About so that it. bad thing, does it cancel out all the other good things that I've done? Mm. They feel you owe them every good thing, every time. They must be crazy. <laughs> well, that, I think that's where boundaries still comes in. And boundary is not just about how you relate to others when it comes to obligation, but how you also view other people's obligation. Understanding that even though they seem obliged to you, they are also obliged to others. So sometimes to be fair enough, for instance, oh, I want you to come to my house and do this, and this person says, oh, I have to see my mom too. But because you're in a romantic relationship with that person, does not mean you like have the old. Exactly, this person yeah. has obligations to their mom, but obligations you know, to this. So there's there is a lot of empathy that needs to come from everybody. You need we need to be empathetic enough to understand so that. Has, yeah, I mean that was the word I was actually yes. going at, understanding as well. Yeah, understanding because yeah. sometimes somebody really wants to give you hundred k that you're asking for. They really want to. Maybe they look like they have times ten of that, but because they are not telling you every of their plan. They're not telling you that they have a debt to sort. They have this. It does not mean that when they now say out today, I can't afford to give you 100K. Please manage 50K, but they are driving a Benz. And you feel like then you now say, like you, 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 uh-uh. you Exactly. So we should be more empathetic. Money. And sometimes... That's, like, that's also a sense of entitlement. Exactly. We have just, you know, just we understand that like as much as people are obliged shit. to you, they are yeah. obliged to others. Yeah. Mm. So I was going to speak on the relationship thing. And digress a little and talk about love. I feel like that's what love does to you. <laughs> <laughs> love is patience. Love is kind. Love mm. is slowly what does that make your you? mind. Because you become stupid. Well, not stupid. But, but you actually do become stupid. Honestly. <laughs> She's speaking from experience. <laughs> speaking from experience. Right. Yes, I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah, while you were saying something about um, people being responsible, you know, I... I, I kind of thought about the notion of religious obligations. Right. Yeah, yeah because uh, and I'm coming from where you have the clerics expecting so much hmm. from their followers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You find you find out that a lot of lifestyle that the clerics are living yeah. are being financed by their followers. And mm-hmm. the followers are tied down to the trap of feeling um the need to do those things. To stay alive. Yeah. They feel literally you, that's how some of these pastors make you feel. Are you for real? Yeah. I mean, whatever it is the pastor needs comes kind of to, emotional abuse. Yeah, that emotionally, from the, yeah. That you, comes you wouldn't from even the know you're doing these things yeah. the way you're <laughs> doing it. Because and you know the way I think, like when you, especially when it comes to like um paying um tithes and everything, mm-hmm. my mom would say that your own your own responsibility yeah. is to pay your tithes. Mm. 
wherever the money goes, whatever the money is for. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't think about that. Yeah. Just fulfill your own um, obligation to God. uh, To God, exactly. Because you're not doing it to the pastors or for the pastors. Mm -hmm. You know, you're doing it to God. So like, just do that, and then like, don't be bothered or don't be concerned about where where what they're using the money for. Yeah. But that's also hard sometimes because you're like, these guys. You know, some people say. Like if I don't pay tithes, will you even eat? You know that kind of. You know people people say <laughs> but, things but that, like that's that. A wrong, that's a wrong notion as well. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's I said. It sometimes it's hard, you know, to like yeah. not think about where the money is going. I think it has become more difficult these days to overlook all those things because you have you have just it has just become clear that you know some of these pastors are living beyond their means or they are just extravagant, and you you are asking yourself that. So if I'm giving all of this. And my pastor, my church is not giving this in return. Why am I doing this? Yeah. For instance, this whole NSAS uh, protest that started started because people were demanding accountability. Yeah. yeah. It, people don't come out and protest every day. If the government are doing the right things, Nobody if if they are doing majority of the right things, you yeah. probably not be asking them for some things, few things they are not doing right because you know you're already taking responsibilities. But it's when you are not doing the right thing that people now start asking questions and say, why can't this person be accountable? It's the same way a lot of people have come out to accuse um, Adeboye that you are mostly always involved in elections, this mm-hmm. and this, blah, blah, blah. You are mm-hmm. always actively involved. But once All those people are in and they are not doing their job, you don't call them out. You, are not re- you, you, know, you are not acting as that um, father that you were when they were seeking... Um, you suddenly don't feel the need to, and to that. hold them responsible Ex- anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's what obligations are like. If I'm meeting my own side of the bargain, why are you not meeting your own side? True. That's what calls for. That's why people begin to ask questions. And that's why people are asking questions about their tithe. So it's not even... People are not even asking God that where's the dividends of my tithe. Yeah, people are yeah. asking the earthly representative that what are you doing with all these tithes, all these offerings, and all these things that you are getting. Building universities, <laughs> universities that those those that are paying this tithe cannot Can afford. afford yeah, so. is ridiculous. I feel, so, I feel, ridiculous, I feel religiously in Nigeria, a lot of religious leaders have failed in their obligations yeah. Yeah, to, their, to their audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know it's understandable that some of these people are probably even so removed from reality because that's the truth some of all these religious leaders are a part of the five or ten percent wealthy nigerians so maybe you don't understand what uh, power supply like. issue you don't understand yeah. SARS. you don't understand all that but, but if you cannot they actually the spoke no it's, it's easy to forget but you are reminded during every service when you see when, when, when you see every day exactly yeah. so why can't you why is it do, so difficult to understand and relate why is it so difficult to be spokesman or spokeswoman for for those people yeah the least and you can do is to hold them accountable you're not saying anything exactly that's that's really disturbing and that's been bugging me for the longest time especially recently i don't know obligations are not just to normal people like us people in power have obligations you know, our religious leaders have obligations and everybody should just stand up to to these things. Don't be far removed from yeah. reality. Yeah. They shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, these people are around you every day. Exactly. They are the ones so that carry your bag. They are your ushers. Yeah, they are the choristers. firsthand, but I mean, you're not blind. You can it still see. boils down to empathy. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're empathetic enough, you understand that, okay, there's a governor in power 
that has taken bikes off the road and maybe your driver's son you know is managing a uh, is managing an okada and they are they have taken his job how many of them do you want to empower Maybe no, you agree, no, don't no, let no, you empower no, them. But our, speak to our, people in power. president said that he's going to financially empower people. With 20,000 naira. Yes. 20,000 naira that cannot buy a bag of rice. Is it 30? <laughs> he still cannot even buy a bag of rice. It's the, it's the words they used. Financial Can we not talk about this, guys? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's been years of clamoring for them to pass the minimum wage. For a very long time. I feel like for a very long time, we're still going to be talking about it. Really because don't. that is our reality. That have, is what they don't have your situation. Perfect, they don't have your a, a perfect example of that um, stuff you're talking about. They don't is, owe is, you any obligation. Is this is this <laughs> the only I saw? Because when they got into office, they swore. No, but the government don't owe you any. Is and this they, tweet I saw about the Kuti families fighting this government? And somebody said for that generations. the generation, the Kuti generations have been fighting the same people in power for how many generations? Four generations. So. Yes. I mean, so the government crazy. don't feel like they owe us any obligations to fulfill their promises. When they get into power, so why are they making those promises? Because how about they just tell us they want to go and sit down there and steal money? The funny thing is that all these people go into government and they treat you know these things like private owned businesses. Yes, money, Elliot. All of them. (laughs) So because because they they treat they treat they treat it like um a profit owned organization. That's how they treat Nigeria. You you know why? You know how this money came in? Yeah, I knew I knew this money as a movie actor before going into politics, yeah, yeah? he believed in may the I whole still, process. May I still, may I still have a for. personal beef for Desmond Elliott? We personal do, I have, beef. I have like he deserves to be punched after in the face. After, after, it's after, not even yesterday. Long before he ventured into politics, this guy came to my school. Then in my first year, in Unilag. Personal beef. I'm telling you, I'm okay. no, it's nothing that I can't Let's say online. And it was, you know, they were shooting whatever it is, and I was taking him around the hostel then. And he just looked at me and said, Ah, you are very airy, you're too airy for a girl. Ah, ah. And even then, when I, I was oh, not wow. even I was not even socially conscious then, or just to I was not so outspoken at the time, but I knew that that was complete bullshit. And I told That's him that. That's completely I told him wild. that. I told him that. So do you, do you think I have a say in how? You know, I told him to his face. Do you think I did? I put the air and pissed it on no, my body. I was so livid that why would you make such comments? Like why were you even looking at me to that point where? <laughs> you so, that. Yeah. So whatever decline it is, whatever decision, whatever bad okay, way, so we, we see, I understand it. We now understand how much you can make bad decisions as a politician. Exactly, if you can say that. They bad decisions all the time. And because they all feel they don't the owe us time. anything. Yeah, they are not used to accounting for what they have done. Yeah, that's the thing. So that this is why this is shocking them so much right now. Because we're calling them to order. Out yes. on their BS. We're, we're calling out their lies. Oh, well. Their audio. Everything we do is audio, 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 audio. Can you imagine? Yeah, so, I mean, for me, I, I still believe that uh, while we still have the responsibility to be compassionate, to to be loving and to care for people. Yeah. It still stands strong that we don't owe anyone anything. Mm. All right. At the end of the day, you do not owe anybody anything. But then it doesn't stop you from being loving. It doesn't stop you from being compassionate if you can. Yeah. But it still remains that you don't owe no one shit. And it still doesn't stop you from making sacrifices for the ones you love. Oh, well. If it's not out of line. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If he's, so. if he's not asking so much of you, then by all means. He's not asking for your life. So. Please do it. If you have the capabilities, you have the resources, 
you know, please do it. And don't make anyone make you feel like you owe them anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't owe people shit. You Choose ask, you first. You ask to be born, honestly. Like, because <laughs> 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 because I mean, from the beginning of our lives till we die. You didn't, you didn't ask for anything. anything. I mean, <laughs> who told you I wanted to be here? I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I like. Who told you I wanted to be in Nigeria? Not even right. like. Because <laughs> right. like, oh, it's just, it's not even just Nigeria. Honestly, it's the whole world. Actually, I mean, the world is is yeah. wicked. The world is in shambles. It's in shambles. So if you can create your own bubble of happiness around, you know, the people that you like, your family, your friends, you know. But don't just let them do weigh that. you down. Exactly. Don't, don't let, let them, them weigh, weigh you down with down. expectations. Like, people would always have demands of you all right and yes. if you're giving it's on unend- i remember unending. a conversation sir. i remember because i was having a friend yesterday and she was telling me about how you know her uncle was telling her that oh like she's a role model to people blah 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 and i told her did you ask to be a role model <laughs> <laughs> did you tell anybody that you wanted to be a role model to anyone no you, wanted to be to just, role model. you just want to live your life honestly and yeah. have fun and do the things that make you happy if it if they cannot sieve out um, you know the things that work for them and then mm-hmm. imbibe them or cultivate those habits and that's their personal problem yeah so mm. let people handle their personal problem and handle yours yeah all right that's that's it for me so that's that from us <laughs> but sha 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 don't let's forget you still have your responsibility i understand that's that why aspect. i put it as responsibility yeah you still have your obligation you still have a responsibility so yeah but, you know yeah and also please be kind to one another honestly the world is is crazy out there so practice kindness, preach kindness, show love, your understanding. Um, don't take shit though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't take shit. I mean, I'm not saying be kind and then you know, take people shit. Tell them to fuck off, but still be kind. Okay? When when it's needed. Yeah. And please continue to stay safe. Wash your hands. Use your face mask. Yes, it could be nice. You know? Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's a rave of change going on around it, the world. Yeah. I hope every one of you listening to this podcast is part of that change. Because yeah. we, we see it every day, change yeah. is coming. Change is coming. But um, it there's, has there's to start with change. I heard recently that I really like. It says, freedom is not free. Revolution comes at a price. And whether we like it or not, we're going to have to pay it. If you want freedom, if you want revolution. Yeah. So, you know, use your voice in whatever way you can. Support mm. a cause. You know, yeah. it could be anything. Mm. Honestly, just be an agent of change. Be part of the movement, yeah. one way or the other. And have a good life. Bye. Bye. The podcast so far is available on Anchor, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at the Pod so far. For questions, suggestions, feedback, please send an email to contact at the Thank you.